Hello and welcome to the Spirit of Fire podcast for November 4th, 2013. This is Sal Salerno, otherwise known as Halo Fan for Life. I'm joined by Martin, one of my co-hosts. How you doing, Martin? Good, mate. Good as always. All right, man. Well, uh, it's been a little bit. We did a multicast, uh, oh, about 10 days or so ago. Uh, Martin, you couldn't make that one, unfortunately, and Zach could. However, you're able to be here for this one where Zach can't be here. So we'll get you guys in some way or another. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. Uh, We got a little bit to cover here. Uh, It's not going to be a terribly long podcast this time. But uh, we got some good news here for once, which is really good. (laughs) All right. Uh, First things first, uh, we're going to talk about the week in Halo, as always. And now the first thing, not necessarily a good piece of news, but it does get a lot better from here. Um, AGL, that's the Arena Gaming League. They canceled their AGL 10 indie event. And unfortunately, that caused a lot of ripples in the pro gaming community with regards to Halo. Um, They had been making some changes previous to this uh, cancellation. Uh, Originally, it was going to be a Halo 4 competition. And then they threw up a poll and decided to see if people wanted to play Halo 3. That won. So it was going to become a Halo 3 competition. But they, they decided to keep that Friday Halo 4. So that kind of jerked people around a little bit. Um, You know, uh, people that had already been planning on playing Halo 4, uh, and especially if they had, you know, reserved hotels and, uh, um, you know, their traveling and all that kind of stuff, and planned on being there for a couple days, if they were only going there for Halo 4, then they were kind of stuck with maybe a couple extra days. Okay, so that might not have been too bad, but then... Here we go. They AGL decides to go ahead and just cancel the whole thing. And I've heard conflicting reports about why this happened. Um, the biggest thing, and what I believe was said by AGL themselves, uh, was that there was a problem with the venue and that the venue couldn't provide uh, the, I guess, the electronic output that they needed for this event. Now, I personally find that a little hard to believe. I mean, hotels are usually pretty darn good about that kind of stuff uh you know and if they had dealt with this hotel before i don't know but it just you know just seems a little weird and then what makes it worse is that uh shortly thereafter uh, there was a lot of criticism from the pro community towards agl and the owner of agl you forgive me if his name escapes me at the moment i uh, i know begins with a b i'm not sure if it's brad but whichever his name is he ended up um deactivating his personal Twitter account. And that's very telling. Um, You know, and and to cancel the event though, you know, there were people that paid in advance for the admission into this. And, um, already there was trouble with AGL. Apparently, I guess they hadn't been paying out, um, previous prizes and prize money that is. And now, we see that, uh, you know, they had taken money for this event and people are worried about not getting their money back for that. Um, on top of that, I mean, again, as I already mentioned, you've got the people that, you know, they reserved hotels, they reserved or made reservations for their, um, you know, air, airplanes and, you know, flights, you know, that kind of stuff. 
And in some cases, they may not be able to get some of that money back. So, you know, do they, what do you go from here? Do they have a lawsuit maybe against AGL? I don't know. Um, I would think they might, but, you know, it, it could be that just AGL is only responsible for uh, those that actually, you know, paid in advance for their uh, admission. But regardless of what happens from this, uh, it seems like a pretty pre- uh, prevalent uh, notion that AGL has lost all credibility. Now, what do you think on this, Martin? Yeah, I definitely hope they have a good lawyer. I mean, one way or another, you think they're, if, they're, if they're not paying their competitors and they're not even going to refund entrance fees, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, Brad, whatever his name is, knows what he's doing and uh, he better get his lawyers in check. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure if it's Brad. I, keep, I don't know why his name escapes. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really care to remember him anyways now at this point. Uh, it's just, It's just a shame because really... AGL was like the last, and I hate to say this word, but a quote-unquote premier uh, uh, gaming league for Halo. Um, but it was the last one, really. I mean, you've got a couple other ones that, that are tossing around the ideas that might do something. Uh, there's uh, UMG, uh, there's uh, PGL, and I think there was another one that was mentioned as well. Um, it doesn't look like MLG is going to pick up Halo again, though they might do a Halo 3 tournament. Um Gandhi over at uh, um, the uh, the Go Beyond forums, he mentioned about possibly doing uh, one last Halo tournament for uh, for the you know 360 to uh, kind of give it a, a goodbye uh, from the 360. Anyways, um, don't know if that's going any forward further forward. And I heard Golden Boy wanted to do the same thing. Go ahead. You'd have to think that um, with all the launch of other titles that we're not going to mention. Um, that even if they do decide to kick off another tournament, it would be the last thing that you'll see on 360. Yeah. And possibly for the next year or so anyway, regardless of if there's another Halo title coming out in November. Right. But, um, yeah. And, and it's just... They, go ahead. I was going to say, if they kick it off now, um, you're kind of running into a brick wall from the get-go. You're better off just waiting until... Halo 5 launches and trying again, to be honest. That's my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's kind of a sad end for competitive Halo in that respect. Um, and, uh, you know, if AGL would have been able to con- keep things going, then maybe, you know, there could have been competitions, uh, you know, tournaments between now and the next Halo, you know, full Halo game. But with them really dropping the ball here... Uh, you know, I can't really see another major tournament uh, uh, business picking it up. And these onesies, you know, onesies or twosies from either, uh, uh, you know, Gandhi or, uh, or Golden Boy, uh, you know, that might be a nice little thing. But, uh, you know, that certainly won't keep it going. And the, the problem is, is um, like you were saying, you know, we got the next generation we got uh, coming out later this month. And it's at least another year before the next game comes out. So... What does that say then for competitive Halo gaming? Is it dead? Is it, you know, on life support or what? Uh, you can certainly say that it's not vibrant anymore. Um, and that's unfortunate to say, but it is a reality. Uh, and then the next game with the issues that people have had with Halo 4, uh, there's a lot of trepidation for the next game. So you have to wonder then 
Will people be willing to pick that one up and start a new gaming league with Halo 5 or Halo 1, whatever they, Xbox One, whatever they want to call the next game? So this will be kind of a wait and see period, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what does happen with that. Um, you know, but uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, maybe 343 gets together with Virgin Gaming and they pull off another Halo 4 Global Championship. Who knows? But, uh, anyways, that's really kind of the. Um, the sad news for the podcast. Thankfully, everything else from here is looking up, which is a good thing. All right. So, so uh, this is a pretty simple thing. Uh, for those of you that like to dress your avatar up, uh, there were some new uh, things that were released on the Xbox Marketplace that are Halo-related. And uh, there's four things. Uh, one thing is that you can get an energy sword as well as a hard light shield in the in the same package deal uh that's for 399 and i think the uh, the hard light shield looks pretty good uh i wish that there was a way you could control your avatar maybe a little bit better but uh still it's pretty cool uh i currently have my avatar rocking a uh a halo marine um uh uniform so it kind of looks neat with uh, him pulling out the uh the hard light shield as well there's uh Julem Dama and, uh, uh, oh my goodness, why am I blanking on his name? Geklar, <laughs> sorry, Geklar. Um, those were two um, elites that were in Spartan Ops. And uh, obviously, Julian Dom is the, the new leader of the Storm Faction of the Covenant. So uh, you can dress up as him, and he's in his full armor. Uh, he's got that helmet on with that uh, that kind of uh, energy symbol, whatever you want to call it, on top of his helmet. And then, um, and then Gek is the elite that uh, he had one eye that was uh, blinded or something like that. Uh, he eventually gets killed in Spartan Ops, but uh, you can dress up as him as well. Uh, and then lastly, and this is kind of the laughable one, is uh, Mr. Chief. Not Master Chief, but Mr. Chief. Uh, this kind of grew out as a joke from uh, Frank O'Connor, who drew Master Chief rather poorly. <laughs> and for whatever reason, you get the chance, if you want to, to buy uh, that as an armor suit. Now, Julem Dama and Geklar are three ninety nine as well, like the Hard Light Shield. Thankfully, Mr. Chief is only two ninety nine, so it's a dollar less. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think that one I'm probably going to pass on. <laughs> I think um, the actual original story to that, Mr. Chief, was back prior to Halo 3's launch. Uh, Frank O'Connor was a community manager for Bungie. He, um, the community were asking, oh, please, just show us a screenshot, show us a picture, show us anything. Right. They gave, they gave it to Frank O'Connor. Now, Frank O'Connor said, okay, well, we've got to put something into these bulletins. So that's when he started drawing Mr. Chief. So whenever you'd see <laughs> one of the original Halo uh, posts from Bungie, that's right. why you'd see Mr. Chief artwork in their, in their posts, just for something to use as a screen holder. Right, just for shiggles. <laughs> that's it, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But one thing, one thing I'd like to know, and that 343 haven't actually, not 343, sorry, Microsoft haven't actually said is whether or not, if you purchase items for your avatar, will they be represented the same way in Xbox One? So if you spend a lot of money on your avatar, like you're spending, I don't know, $4 an item or whatever it is that you might want to spend, when you log up and you, and you go into your Xbox One console, will that be there? 
Or would you have to start again? Will that only be a 360 exclusive? Yeah, I'm very curious about that too. And I have the sinking feeling that nothing is going to transfer over. However, however, since it is in the marketplace and you can see things for the Xbox One, maybe that's the case. And it would just be a fact that you'd have to just download everything again to your Xbox One as well. But, uh, yeah, that's very curious. And the good thing is, is you're going to be getting an Xbox One. So you'll definitely be able to tell us if we don't find out between now and then. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, we'll see. I'm very curious about that. That's why I'm a little hesitant. Not that I'm going to be getting an Xbox One anytime soon. But I'm a little hesitant on getting uh, any Avatar stuff because of that question. Um, but once that question's answered, if it transfers over to the Xbox one, then yeah, I would see maybe being, you know, I, I'd probably get Jewel and Dama and, and, uh, and Geklar. Um, I, I'm, I won't get Mr. Chief. No way. <laughs> Sorry. But that's, you know, that's, uh, like I say, joking kind of thing. And like you mentioned, you know, from Frank O'Connor, it's not something I necessarily, uh, find appealing to, uh, to have, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but that's all right. Uh, the next thing here then uh, is uh, the Halo Bulletin, and they call it the Halo Bulletin because it was their uh, Halloween edition, and uh, really wasn't too much that was Halloween related in this. Uh, just a couple of things though, but uh, we're gonna go. We're just gonna do a quick recap of the bulletin itself. Um, for one, there. Uh, first of all, this was written by Bravo instead of BS Angel this week, um, and I like what he did in this bulletin. It seemed a lot more uh, professional and to the point, and much more about Halo and not so much fluffery. So that was actually very much appreciated. Uh, the first little piece he puts in here is uh, showing concept art of the Halo Four Global Championship stage. Uh, and what it was proposed to look like and what it ended up being. Uh, it, it looked like originally it was going to be uh, a round stage and people would be seated all around it. But uh, as we saw from the finals, actually just, uh, you know, rectangular and facing out. Um, but it's still always cool. I, I'd like to uh, to see concept art and to see, you know, what things could have been and then what they end up becoming. Did you take a look at that? You see that, Martin? Yeah, man, having a look now, it's, um, yeah, it, to be honest, it's that, that kind of thing, just, it just looks wise for a setup. Nah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now the next thing, and I'm not really going to go over this too hardcore because this is something that's going to be our big topic at the end, but uh, Halo Spartan Assault is going to be available for the Xbox. Uh, I'll say yay now, and we will definitely get to that at the end because there's a lot that I want to, not a lot, but definitely stuff that I want to talk about that I don't want to just breeze over in uh, the, the week in Halo. So we'll come to come back to that. Um, okay, the next thing is uh, the Guilty Spark emblem is going to be unlocked on November 6th. Now, this recording is on the 4th, so I should have this out tomorrow, uh, which means keep yourselves ready to play Halo uh, on Wednesday so that you can get that Guilty Spark emblem. And all you need to do is complete one matchmaking game, be it in either in war games 
or in Spartan Ops, sorry, Spartan Ops matchmaking. Uh, not hard at all to do. You know, you're talking one game. If you do it on um, Spartan Ops, there's one mission that could take you maybe like seven minutes. Otherwise, if you're playing matchmaking, you know, like 10 to 15 minutes. Regardless, it's not that much time in your day to do. And you get that cool uh, emblem, which I think is pretty neat. Uh, and from what I understand, that's only going to be available on that day. So you have 24 hours starting then to get that emblem and uh that's pretty cool nice little thing nice little gift for uh, 343 to give to the community yeah you're gonna play that day right oh, of course okay <laughs> and we'll come we'll come back again as well to uh the uh the one year anniversary but we got just a couple other little things to go over first uh there's a team slayer update and i'm just gonna read this blurb uh from the uh, bulletin directly um Let's see. Now, this is Bravo speaking. He says, as I mentioned earlier, I sometimes have the pleasure of working on projects from beginning to end. Since the conclusion of the Halo 4 Global Championships, one of the things that we've been working on is the Team Slayer CSR, that's the Competitive Skill Rank, program that I've been detailing over the past few weeks. In conjunction with designers such as John, uh, excuse me, Josh Menke and Quinn Del Hoyo, uh, we've been developing a program that highlights and showcases the top-ranked players in the Team Slayer playlist. We're planning on launching this program within the next month or so, and we've got some new details about the update. Uh, and here's some bullet points. Uh, team Slayer will be moved to a team-based CSR rather than individual when the program launches. Um, and the thing about that is, uh, as he mentions, it promotes team play instead of solo play. So... You know, for those people that go in and, uh, you know, they're not really worried about looking out for their teammates or whatever, and they're just in it for themselves, you know, trying to get as high KD as they can, um, you're not going to rank up as fast necessarily. Of course, you're, you're, you know, your team's going to have to win. So in this case, um, you know, for those guys that do really well, but their team still loses, you're not going to rank up as quick. Whereas right now, uh, since it's solo-based, you can still rank up even if your team loses. So I'm kind of happy about this because I like the idea of people working as a team instead of, uh, you know, solo play. Um, you know, we've got a couple of friends that we play with, uh, Martin, that uh, they're really skilled. And most of the people we play with, thank goodness, are team players. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we're, that's a good thing, I think, for all of us. Um, it irks me when I see somebody that, that plays solely for themselves in a team play in, in a team, you know, playlist or, or game type. If you want to play for yourself or by yourself, then please go to rumble pit, you know, or, or maybe multi-team since it's only two people, uh, on yeah. a, on a team. Uh, let's see. Anyways, uh, top players will be able to regularly see where they stand against other players on Halo Waypoint. Team Slayer will see a CSR reset when the program launches in order to have all players start on a level playing field and also to accommodate the update to the CSR format. Um, so there's no word then. It sounds like it's only going to be for Team Slayer that that gets reset instead of all of the uh, playlists. I was kind of hoping we'd see all of them reset. I think it's about time now that they go ahead and just reset them all so you know everybody can try for their 50s again or whatever. I finally hit 40 in Team Slayer, and that's my highest one right now. And I'm, I'm happy that I got one there. And if it gets reset, that's fine. It'll be Team Slayer all over again. Um I'd like to see the other ones get it, though, too, you know, whether it's BTB or, or whatever, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Scratch that. BTB is where I have my 40 at. But uh, anyways, so, um, 
you know, if it's just Team Slayer, that's cool. Um, let's see. I think that's it on that one. They say that they will be evaluating playlist details and voting options and so on. And uh, they'll look to make uh, some tweaks to that playlist uh, as they hear feedback from the community. All right. Uh, the next thing is uh, the multi-team. Uh, multi-team comes to the rotational playlist. And I had uh, accidentally, uh, or, or however you want to put it, uh, reported that that was going to change uh, this Monday. And obviously that's not the case because uh, multi-team... Uh, Community Forge Ricochet is still up, so that must be next Monday. And so my apologies there for those that read on the blog that it was going to be today or, well, in the case you'd be hearing this, you know, obviously yesterday. Uh, but uh, anyways, we had three choices for multi-team uh, for the next, you know, when it when it comes back in the rotational playlist uh, to choose from. So we got to vote for either multi-regicide Team Kings Snipers or Rock and Rail, and uh, I uh, petitioned and and uh, whatever you want to call it, I asked everybody I knew to vote for Multi Regicide, uh, and there was a couple of reasons for this. Um, the practical reason is that there's already a Team Snipers. Uh, and so, if you really want to play snipers, you can do that. And Rock and Rail can be found easily in uh, Action Sack. But Regicide only comes up in two places and doesn't get voted on often uh, outside of this uh, upcoming. Uh, the only places you can find it is in uh, Big Team uh, and uh, Rumble Pit. So, But again, they don't often get voted on. So to have multi-team Regicide, uh, I just thought it sounded fun. And I have a very specific reason why I want it, and that's that I need now 33 more wins in Regicide that I can finally unlock the Kingslayer emblem. And as I've reported over on the blog uh, many times before, uh, that Kingslayer emblem is the same emblem that's used by Fireteam Majestic. And the reason I want that is because it's integral to um, to showing... Uh, majestic in the web series Mac rounds uh, that I still am going to do, but it's this is the one thing that's really holding it back, and I want these uh, the Spartans to look as authentic as possible, and to have that symbol, even if I'm the only one that has it, um, at least it'll make it look that much more legitimate. So I ca- I campaigned. That was the word I was looking for. I campaigned for multi regicide, and thankfully the voting ended and regicide won. Clearly, I think by about a hundred votes or so. Yeah, man, you're going to help me when that comes up, right? <laughs> I'm going to bug the crap out of you to play uh, multi-team with me then, man, for those two weeks. So it doesn't come out now. It looks like until Monday. So I've got a week, you know, between now and then to work on those 33 wins. But then when that comes out, yeah, man, every and anybody that comes on, man, I'm going to be bugging the crap out of you. Regicide, regicide. <laughs> yeah, I wish it wouldn't have gone. You know, you know, I I'm bummed that they took it out, especially because it is a, a, a game type that they created and has uh, commendations, um, you know, that are associated with it. But you know, it comes back these two weeks, so everybody make uh, make make do with it, and uh, you know, get as many w- wins as you can out of there. And by all means, if you want to win, 
Uh, if you want to play, whichever the case is, send me uh, an invite to Halo Fan for Life 1. That's my gamer tag on Xbox, and uh, let's get some games in. All right, the, uh, the last part of the bulletin is that uh, there were some uh, Halloween pumpkins uh, that were shown. Uh, and I posted up several. I posted up, I think, six on the blog itself. There were some really good ones. I think the best one out there was the one that has Master Chief and Cortana, as it's seen at the very uh, end of Halo 4, where she kind of becomes realish, you know? And uh, the way that they sculpted it, it has very nice lighting. You saw that one, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and then the... What's that? Looks cool. Oh, definitely. There was another one, too, uh, where it's uh, Master Chief and the person had scribed in some words into the uh, pumpkin. It says, uh, uh, we were supposed to take care of each other. And then it has 117 down uh, near his, uh, his knees and so on. And again, the sculpting on that is uh, is fantastic. They did a really good job. Uh, you have anything to add for the bulletin? No, I mean, no, it's pretty well covered. All righty. <laughs> good enough then. I'm going to save that page because I do want to talk about Spartan Assault here. Um all right, uh, the next thing then is uh, Megablocks, who has a license with uh, 343 for uh, for their building block sets, has uh, created a new video series. It's called Thrill Squad, and uh, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. Uh, I watched the video for it, and, uh, and it was funny. And towards the end, though, it starts to get a little bit serious, but... Um, it's something cool. If you want to check out, uh, uh, you know, Toymations, as they're called, uh, Megablocks does some really, really good ones. And this is a new series, so it's not like you're going to miss any episodes if you start now. You can look them up on YouTube for, uh, under Megablocks. And again, it's called Thrill Squad. I have a link on my on my blog, and I believe it's on Rail Waypoint as well. Um, so go check that out and uh, have some fun with that. And uh, lastly, for the week in Halo, uh, coming up on Wednesday, as we mentioned with the Guilty Spark emblem, it is the first anniversary for Halo 4, and uh, Waypoint plans on doing some special things about this. So, let's talk about uh, the posts that they made on that. Uh, for one, there's some in-game events uh, on on Wednesday. It's, again, 24 hours only. Um, you'll have... Mini festive colored Spartans uh, and a FFA Fiesta Slayer gameplay uh, alongside, let's see, well, uh, I guess there's confetti, so I'm assuming that anytime you get a headshot on somebody, uh, that confetti just bursts out of them. So uh, maybe it's maybe it's not headshots, maybe it's just as you kill them. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, the Guilty Spark emblem comes out, and then there's going to be uh, some Twitter giveaways. Uh, and this is for, for this whole week, by the way. Now, obviously, by the time you hear this, this will be Tuesday, so uh, Mondays will be gone. Today, since we're recording this, is a special Halo 4 prize pack that's signed by 343. Uh, but it is the same thing again on Tuesday. So, uh, you know, be sure to check out uh, Twitter. Uh, you know, uh, 343's uh, handle on Twitter is Halo Waypoint. So, um, you know, if you're not uh, on Twitter now, or you are and you're not following them, go check them out. Uh, Wednesday will be the Halo 4 Master Chief resin statue from McFarland Toys. Now, I have to say, that is kick-ass. 
Uh, I have the previous one, which was Master Chief versus the Hunter from Forward Unto Dawn series, and this one is just as cool. Uh, it's a thousand run, uh, whereas the previous one was five hundred. Uh, this cost $295, so if you can get it for free from, uh, from Waypoint, why not? I'll, I will be trying my ass off to get this thing, because I don't think there's any other way I'm going to be able to get it. Uh, the cool thing is, is this one comes with removable weapons. It has uh, the AR, the energy sword, and the bolt shot, so... Uh, you can pose it with whichever weapons you want. I know if I'm lucky enough to win it, it's going to have the AR because uh, there's no way I can. First of all, I hate the bolt shot, so there's no way it would ever get that. Uh, <laughs> and the energy sword, you know, because this is uh, this this statue is posed as the Halo Four uh, box art, it's got to have the AR. What do you think, Martin? Oh uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, no, it's um, as we spoke about before. It's just the uh, it's just the price of the uh, of that awesome statue, but uh, I'd love to have one. So if I can win one, there you go. You'll give it to me, right? <laughs> you know, I'll ship it across straight away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, and then uh, let's see. Thursday and Friday as well are also special Halo Four prize packs. I should mention what it looks like. The prize pack is uh, is. It's a it's a Forward Unto Dawn uh, Blu-ray disc, uh, poster, uh, Halo 4 limited edition um, box set. And then there's one other thing in there. And while I can't tell for the life of me what that is, though it looks like it's a Surface. It's a Halo Surface, uh, you know, a Microsoft uh, tablet. And, man, if that's what it is... Uh, I will definitely be trying for that too. Uh, I would prefer the statue because it's very limited, but that surface would be very cool to have. Uh, and now I will say this, that I wanted a surface, not necessarily the halo one, although that would have been great to get. I wanted the surface and was thinking about finding a way to get it because I wanted to get Spartan assault. And that was you know, going to be the only way to get it. But, uh, you know, as we mentioned earlier, Spartan assaults coming to Xbox. So I'm not so worried about that now but again we'll get to that in just a moment all right uh i think that's it for uh the for the week in halo and specifically this week for uh halo 4 turning one. Oh, there is a movement to repopulate halo 4 on the six so be sure to tell your friends anybody that's played halo before especially if they played halo 4 uh you know to get on that day play a few games you know celebrate halo uh, and Halo 4 specifically, and I uh, get that Guilty Spark emblem. Anything else cool. to add on that, Martin? No, mate, no, I'll be there. All I'll right. There, uh, repopulating. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Um, so the next thing, then, uh, is uh, blog news for the week. And I just wanted to point out that uh, on HaloFameForLife.com, I do have a link to my Pinterest page, it's in the blog world that's on the right-hand side. And uh, this has been building up slowly over the last uh, couple of months. I've got uh, quite a few uh, photos on there uh, that I pulled from, you know, either from Pinterest or other places on the web. So please feel free to go to, uh, take a look at it. Maybe you'll find some uh, pictures there that uh, interest you. There's all kinds of things. There's a, there's a whole um, section that's on Cortana. There's uh, Halo Art tattoos, 
uh, cosplay. There's all kinds of cool stuff on there. So, uh, you know, feel free to check that out. Um, you know, I just, uh, I think Pinterest is a really good, uh, a website, uh, for just finding just about anything you like. And, uh, you know, since I'm a, a Halo blogger, uh, there's just a wealth of, uh, of, uh, graphics there that you can pull from it. So, you know, uh, like I said, feel free to uh, click on the link and check out what I have and, uh, and then have fun on your own and, uh, see what you can find. Maybe if there's something cool that you found that I haven't posted up, uh, let me know about it and I'll be, uh, happy to uh, put it on Pinterest. Um, the have you seen that by the way? Have you gone to my Pinterest page, or are you just checking out the uh, the articles that I post on the blog? Um, I've, yeah, I've been to your pin and got it. Can't even say it. Pinterest <laughs> Pinterest page. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, it's cool. It's awesome. All right, uh, and then the next uh, little bit of news is that I got the um, the Halo Mega Blocks Pelican. And uh, I was lucky enough to get that on sale and uh, have to thank my wife for that, as always. Um, the nor- normally, this set costs uh, about $110 at Toys R Us. And then with tax, it's closer to about $117. Um, Walmart had it on their uh, website for $68 with tax. It ended up being about 72 two or three, I think something like that. So, you know, considerably less 40 something dollars less. Uh, and I asked her for it and, uh, she was nice enough to, uh, to get that for me. Of course I had to work that off. I'm not going to say how or what I did, but, uh, it's paid off. (laughs) But anyways, uh, I posted up a full review of, uh, of the Pelican and, uh, I, you know, I have to tell you to just go check it out. Um, it has uh, electronics in it, so it's got lights and sounds in it. Uh, there's a button that you press that uh, um, the sounds that it makes, it makes like the machine gun sounds, uh, it makes a whooshing sound, and makes a sound as if you've blown something up. Uh, and then intermittently as well, uh, the guns light up, the cockpit lights up, so it's really cool. On top of this, uh, the figures that come with it, you get um, three Spartans. And one, even though they don't call it by name, it is Sarah Palmer. The only difference between this little minifigure and what you see is that the visor is gold on the figure as opposed to being like that teal green, uh, which I plan on customizing. And I'm sure I've got some paint upstairs that I can easily paint that visor to make it look right. The other two uh, are um, are two members of Fireteam Majestic. They have... Uh, uh, Hoya, who's in the operator armor, and then uh, Grant, who's in the um, Pathfinder armor. So it's very cool, uh, and uh, hopefully they'll make some other sets with uh, some of the other uh, Majestic team members. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed the set. Um, have you collected Mega Blocks yet, uh, Martin? I can't recall one. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm a bit afraid that if I start, I won't be able to stop. So, I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'll, I'll love to, but I can't. <laughs> All right. All right, then. Uh, well, let's uh, move on to our big topic of the night, and that is uh, Spartan Assault coming to Xbox, uh, as we mentioned a couple times already in the podcast. Um, I, for one, am extremely happy about this. Uh, you know, I kind of had already figured out that it would eventually come to the console. Uh, although, uh, 343 
adamantly was saying, you know, no, no, this is a, a Windows 8 device uh, exclusive. But I just didn't see the business sense in them keeping it that way. You know, I know that it was a tool for them to try and sell Windows 8 devices as well as get people to upgrade to Windows 8 on their PC. Uh, and I'm glad to see uh, that it finally is coming for the console. Uh, what do you think there, Martin? Yeah, no, I was stoked. <laughs> really, really happy about it. I think the funny thing is, like, um, on the Xbox Live dashboard over in Australia or over here, um, there's actually, like, an ad that pops up in the box for one of our local retailers, and it's still saying that it's still exclusive for Windows 8 devices. <laughs> so, so have brand new brand new promotion. Haven't updated the haven't updated the picture. Wow. <laughs> huh. Well, here's some cool news about it. Now let's just go over some of the, the bullet points here. Uh, we know that it's coming out in December. Uh, and that was posted by three four three. The thing is, is they didn't tell us how much it was going to be. So there's a bit of uh, talk about that. The app itself on uh, on uh, Win 8 devices was $7. I don't expect it to be $7. Uh, you know, arcade games are normally $10. And this one, from what I understand, is going to come with the DLC mission, which was Hydra. Uh, so already you have to expect it's going to be more. Plus, it's going to come with a new Flood mission or missions. As well, you're going to finally be able to play this as co-op campaign. So I definitely, you know, you know there's no way it's going to be 7 Normal arcade games are $10. I actually kind of am expecting this to be $15. Uh, you got a guess there? Make your prediction. I'm saying 15 What do you think? 15 sounds about right, but wouldn't surprise me because it's launching on Xbox One and Xbox 360 um, to kind of kick off... Um, the arcade games on the Xbox One. It wouldn't surprise me if it was a twenty dollars. Shut your title. mouth! Shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! If it's twenty, I'll deal with it. I really don't want to pay more than fifteen, you know. But uh, I am kind of starving for some new Halo action, you know. And and uh, and this would at least you know stoke that for a little bit, you know. Um, I just know that I'm I'm happy that it's uh, it's finally coming out. Uh, and now there is still some questions that need to be answered and 343 has said that they'll be revealing stuff along the way. So some of those questions are, uh, you know, for those people that already bought it, uh, will there be a way that they'll be able to get it then on Xbox without having to pay for it again? Um, I'd have to say, uh, this is me just talking. This is not based off of anything concrete. Uh, I'm going to have to say no, probably not. They're probably gonna have to pay for this again. Uh, now, how is that going to affect achievements then if they've already got the achievements through the app? Um, don't know. You know, it, it seems, you know, that that would probably somehow transfer over, you know, because it would be kind of redundant. And there's no way you can really earn a, a, an achievement again once you've already got it. Uh, but this is kind of a new thing, you know, that I understand this hasn't happened before. We haven't had a game be released on Windows 8. Uh, that has achievements attached to it, and then it come to the console. I could be wrong there. I know Angry Birds uh, has been out there, but I don't know if there's achievements for that. But now I know that it's available as an arcade game. So you know, hey, if somebody knows and they can, uh, you know, pass along the information, is there is there a precedence for this uh, with any other game out there that it's been on you know phones or PC and then come to Xbox and what's the deal with achievements? So we'll find mm -hmm. out. 
Believe it or not, I actually have Angry Birds on console and on and on and on apps. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they do have achievements on the 360 console. They don't actually have achievements like that on the on, on the, the Windows based versions. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, we'll see that that's where there's a difference here, whereas there actually is achievements for Spartan Assault through the phone. So when it comes to the console, as I said, you know, for those people that bought it already, are they going to have to redo it or what? You know, so it, you know, there's a little confusion there, and I can understand that. Uh, it, it is, I'm not going to say it's funny, but it, it's funny, odd, not funny, haha. Uh, it's funny, odd that people are getting a bit upset about this. Mind you, this is coming from me who. I get upset about things too, but um, I kind of find it a little funny or a little strange that people are getting upset that they might have to buy the game again when, you know, it was only a $7 app. We're not talking about like a full game. So, you know, it was only $7 and you had the game for, what, four or five months before anybody else really got a chance to that, that didn't have, you know, Windows 8 devices or that didn't upgrade. So, you know, really seven bucks, you know, I don't really see that being that big of a deal to, you know, to make a, a gripe about. Um, can, I, can I just say something? Yeah, yeah. If, if people are going to complain, really, just suck it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for seven bucks, you know, what? so, yeah, so yeah. you might have to replay it again. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, if it were me, I'd have been, you know, if I had the chance and I'd have bought it back then. Uh, I wouldn't be mad about it. I'd be all happy. I'd be like, hell yeah, man. Now I get co-op mode. Now I can get those gold uh, those gold medals for, you know, completing the uh, missions faster. That's how I would look at it. Um, you know, would I have something to complain about? I, I might have, you know, but since that didn't happen, I don't have anything to complain about with this. I'm happy that it's finally coming out. Um, oh, yeah. Now, Definitely. like I said, you know, from what I understand and from what I've read, this is coming with that Hydra uh, DLC. So already you're getting that out the gate. Plus, you're getting this new flood mode. Now, here, th this isn't a complaint. It's just that I find it odd that you're getting flood missions in this when, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, uh, well, I, at least according to Halo 3, we destroyed the flood. Now, we, we found other Halo rings. And you have to believe that Installation 3, uh, which is where, uh, uh, you know, we we found the composer in Halo 4, and it was being held at Ivanov Station. We know that, you know, there was probably flood there, and that they've contained the flood there. Uh, but how does, you know, how do we get the flood in Spartan Assault? Is it that maybe in containing the flood on this installation that some did get loose and that, uh, uh, you know, Palmer uh, had to take care of them. I mean, that's the biggest, that's the way I could see this continuity-wise coming into play because if you recall during the Halo 4 campaign, uh, it's, you know, uh, uh, that Dr., uh, is it uh, Stinson or Tinson? I can't remember her name. But she mentions how it took... Uh, three months and the biggest warship that, you know, the UNSC could throw at it, and that being the UNSC Infinity, to move the composer from there to Ivanov Station. So you would have to think, if they're going to keep continuity going, that that would be the right time and place to... Um, to have this flood mission where, you know, uh, some flood escaped. She had to take them out before they got out, you know, and uh, uh, that would just seem to make the most sense to me. Uh, hopefully that's what they do. I don't know, you know, franchises have a way of getting away, you know, getting, uh, you know, further away from continuity uh, and just some place, some 
franchises don't care about it so much. I mean, you look at Star Wars. Oh, my God. As a Star Wars fan, I, I hated having to try and explain uh, stories to other people that were only casual fans. So I hope that there's some continuity here, but um, I don't necessarily expect it. You know, and, and again, I'm probably thinking about it too hard because I'm just that passionate of a fan about it. But, you know, regardless, I'm happy that we do get some extra missions in uh, in the flood mode. What do you yeah. think about the return of the flood? Just me, mate. I, I actually, I've, I've never liked the flood. I think I'm part of the uh, minority. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's just one of those those sponged characters for me. I know they're an iconic part of the law, um, and some of the best cinematics for Halo um, came with the flood uh, from Combat Evolved. Um, very sort of reminiscent of of the Aliens franchise. I'm sure that a lot of the Halo uh, fans will recognise. Um, but this is my opinion. Um, but yeah, no, the flood's definitely not one of my favorite aspects <laughs> of the Halo franchise. I get that. I get that. Um, yeah, I, I, it's not, I can't say that I'm necessarily a fan of them, uh, but I think they're definitely an important part to it. And I don't think we've seen the last of them. Um, I think it's very possible, if not in the next game, the, then the final one of the Forerunner trilogy, that we're going to see a return of them. Uh, and the way that I think that that could happen is, uh, I don't think the didact is dead. Uh, that I think when he fell, he fell into a slipstream portal that took him somewhere, and that his hatred for humanity uh, will allow him to unleash the uh, the flood again. Uh, and this time, it's you know with the idea of just wiping out all intelligent life, and and in doing so, uh, he wipes out humanity. Because I just really think he doesn't want humanity to gain the mantle um but uh well that's kind of going off on a tangent though away from spartan ops uh lastly we have uh co-op campaign mode and i'm excited about that uh, i'm definitely going to play this through solo uh it's first time around as i do with all the halo games but then after that i'll definitely be looking for people to play this co-op um this is kind of similar to halo wars in the respect that you get uh, medals for basically how many points you get and how quickly you finish the missions, and by able to do by being able to do this in co-op mode, you should be able to get through those missions a lot faster. Thereby being able to unlock, uh, you know, uh, uh, commendations through getting gold medals and so on. Um, are you going to get this for the 360 or for the Xbox One? Uh, Xbox One, mate. Oh. <laughs> You just put a uh, arrow through my heart. Oh, yeah. Because the way it sounds like, and it, and it seems, it would only seem right, is that uh, you know if you've got friends that have it on Xbox One and those are on 360, that you're not going to be able to play uh, this game with each other, that you have to play it on the same type of console. So if I'm on the 360 and Martin's on the Xbox One, we're not going to be able to play this together. Come on, man. If it's only 15 bucks, come on, bro. You just got a promotion, man. Hook me up, man. Jeez, <laughs> you, you can just you can kind of see that if they're doing the um, the promotional item like which they haven't for how you get the stance and the tiger skin for Halo Four, you kind of wonder if they'll do something for Xbox One users. You might get like a an avatar item or a gamer pick or something. Uh, like bastard! Don't give them any ideas. Shh. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Speaking of those, though, yeah, I'm I definitely am looking forward to 
uh, that uh, that stance, and especially the skin. I hope that those come with the console version. Uh, the skin we're talking about, yeah, that's that tiger stripe skin with the DMR. I think it looks really cool, so uh, uh, I hope that we get those as well. All right, well, uh, after a couple of te- technical difficulties that we had this podcast, uh, it's a very short one. We've actually gotten through all the topics that we wanted to uh, to discuss tonight. Is there anything further that you uh, wanted to mention or add? Uh, no, not really, mate. Um, I'm, obviously, I'll, I'll be off on a little hiatus for a little bit, um, just due to time constraints, but I'll be back with, uh, with you hopefully around mid-December. Okay. Uh, but Zach, uh, Zach will hold down the fort, obviously. Right, right. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, no, I look forward to getting you back, and by then I'll have my Xbox One, which I'll be able to 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 talk about yeah um, give us the full critique man let us know the good and the bad the ugly and also you know all that other stuff exactly (laughs) exactly so yeah it's uh just a brief hiatus just due to due to work constraints but um i'll definitely be back all right man sounds good anything you want to plug any uh shout outs or anything else um no not really mate just uh just the usual just keep supporting halo wherever you can and your twitter uh yeah man uh so that's the halo opinion at at the halo loyal um yeah come follow me um always keep followers i'll be tweeting pics and and stuff when xbox one comes out may not be necessarily halo related but definitely be interesting stuff uh comparative screenshots Great. Uh, things like that. Um, as I'm a big sports gamer as well, so I'll be doing comparative screenshots with titles. Um, and yeah, just hoping like hell that we get some additional Halo content uh, <laughs> and news other than Spartan Assault coming out relatively quickly when the console launches. Yeah. Well, you know, we've we've got uh, hopefully the Halo TV show. You know, we haven't heard anything in months about that, so. Hopefully there's something, and I hope that God it's not exclusive for Halo 1, because I'll be bugging the hell out of you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Well, uh, like I say, we've come to an end. This is a a, a short podcast. This is by far the shortest podcast we've had of all of them. Um, Again, uh, I want to thank Martin for joining me this time, uh, and uh, we look forward to your return uh, in a few weeks. Uh, This is Sal uh, with HaloFanForLife.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Halo Fan for Life, uh, and you can find me on Twitter as well at Halo Fan for Life. Uh, thanks again, folks. I uh, hope you enjoyed this one. Much more positive podcast this time around, and you know that's what we're going to try and do from now on. Um, we've kind of come to the opinion that you know doesn't really help to complain anymore. We've said everything we can say, so we're just going to try and keep this as light as possible. Of course, if there's anything that does come up uh, that we feel needs to be discussed, that doesn't mean we're going to hold back from it. We're definitely still going to let our opinions be known, and and we're going to be bold and assertive about it. But in the meantime, uh, you know, we've already said what we could say about all the other stuff, so we're just going to try and keep it upbeat from here. Uh, We will... uh, be back again next week with some uh, more Halo news as always. Uh, hopefully it'll be Zach and me this time. If not, it's just going to be me and you'll have to just deal with my voice. But if you've been with us this long, you've dealt with me already. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> on, that note, on that note as well, um, we're also on iTunes now. Oh, yes. My goodness. How could I forget that? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Look us up for the uh, Spirit of Fire podcast on iTunes. Uh, which I'm very happy we're finally able to uh, have had the podcast put up there. 
So, uh, yeah, that's a good thing. All right, folks. Well, um, thanks again. And uh, as always, uh, we are out of here.